and welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm John. No, you're not. Damn it. I don't want to be gone today. Okay, I'll be Kathy. Also not. <laughs> I have to be John because I'm wearing his underwear. That's you fair. think it. That's fair. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. So, welcome to episode 122. 122. Dang, I'm on it today. Um, today's episode, we are going to talk about how to kind of stay motivated, how to get together, how to do things, try to get things done, projects that you've been meaning to work on, but you haven't, like Gonzo painting his bust, um, and other hobby-related stuff, or, you know, what you could do, because my game store uh, had a interesting thing that happened this week and i thought it was they made kind of a big deal about it and you would never make a big deal about it until now but uh other than that um so other than that um we are going to say thank you to all of our sponsors and everybody else that are helping us out during this time. Um, we want to thank uh, Muse on Minis for hosting our podcast and letting everybody say hi and getting them out to everybody all the time. Um, ooh, hold on. Something's not right. Uh, Something's not right. My painting was kind of messed up. Um, we also want to thank uh, Metalhead Minis. Thank our friend, good friend Lynn. Um, she has some stuff that she'll be putting up for us pretty soon. Um, I want to thank Creature Caster for, of course, sponsoring the podcast and providing with all the cool stuff that goes on. Uh, Kathy said you'll be working on the scissoring uh, this week. Possibly? I am not working on the scissoring oh. during my stream anymore. I'm at a point with it where I want to I want to get in there and do some really fine work where I can't wear my glasses. Which gotcha. means that if you want to see me holding a model two inches from my face and not in front of the camera, <laughs> um, and see me leaning next to my palette three inches away from my palette while I mix paints because I can't see it, um, and also I can't see the chat, then uh, yeah, I could do that. Gotcha. <laughs> Does that sound like riveting TV? No, it doesn't. No, not really. <laughs> So instead, I found this uh, guy that I did the metallics on. It's a Nurgle dude. It's the, Nur it's the Nurgle dude with all the bells and uh, uh, incense sensors. Um, I'd, I'd hold it up, but you probably can't really see the, you know. This this is the the dude with the bell. Anyways, so I'm going to work on that guy. And my warp gate, one of my warp gates. Well, I'll probably get the other warp gate. Uh, I need to file off the little bumps where the supports were on it. So then I'll have those to work on as well. And they're going to be glowy. So I can't decide, do I do them both pinky purple? Or do I do one yellowy green and one pinky purple? These are the, these are the hard questions. Those are hard <laughs> questions. I don't know the answer. <laughs> so I'm thinking I do both because then that way people see uh, an example of two different kinds of glowing things. So 
Okay. Um, it's about what you know. And then we also want to thank uh, Tectonic Art Studios for being awesome. Dan has actually, from what I understand, moved to some of his office. So he should be back doing stuff on the normal now. So people should be geared up and ready for that. So hopefully he'll have some new stuff for everybody. Everybody. So. You guys, it is pouring so hard outside right now. You can't even hear it. And it was last night. Oh, through my headset I can hear it. We can't um, hear it. It is. It's just insane. It, well, Jim's in the basement because we get seepage when it rains hard. And uh, he's been there all day just making sure that the basement isn't, you know, Flooding. getting too much water in it. So that's always fun. <laughs> Indeed. Fun. So. Um, let's get our drink on. <laughs> Kathy. You gonna shock us today? I'm always gonna shock you. What are you I'm drinking? drinking uh, a gin and tonic. <laughs> the G and T. Okay. And also, I have tea already. John, what you got to drink today? Uh, I have a screwdriver. No, no, no. What are you gonna drink today? A screwdriver. That you didn't. Okay. Never mind. That's what you want to do. Yep. What he really means is, ah, ha, 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 ha. That was hilarious. God's so being a dork. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So mine today is I'm drinking something from Mother's Brewing Company. Uh, I have a few bottles left of this, so I figured I would drink it. And it is an Oktoberfest Marzen L. I don't know how you pronounce that, but uh, we'll just go with it. Uh, it's only about 5.5% alcohol. Um, it's not bad. It's kind of a semi-local brewery. Uh, it's about three, four hours away type thing. So, I mean, I'm, I consider that kind of local. Um, in Missouri. So, been doing, going to finish off a few of those since I only have a couple left. Um, other than that, that's about it. Do we got any, um... Any tributes or anything that we need to talk about? A bunch of people died. Well, yep. Yeah. I didn't write them all down. Neither did I. But. um, Little Richard in particular was one that stuck out. Oh, yeah, last week, actually. Yeah, I mean, I'm not being funny. I mean, like, there was a bunch of people that, famous people, but Little Richard specifically. Um, Fred Willard, I heard, recently passed away. Yes, yes. He was funny. Yeah, he was. I noticed that that was something that was recently that came up in my feed, uh, that he passed away recently. Um, yeah, up tributes on uh, Twitter to him. Yeah. Um, to everybody listening, everybody watching, everybody that helps us out, keeps us going, lets us do stuff. Um, watch this Kathy's stream. We appreciate it. Uh, more than you know, um, it helps us move through the day and helps us get things done. We appreciate you coming in and hanging out with us, uh, live on air. Um, so cheers to everybody. Be safe. Cheers. Cheers. That's not bad. Let me switch this over to this painting cam because y'all are going to beat me up and everything.
and yell at me. I didn't realize that was what the topic was. Yell at Gonzo. Yeah, it's yeah, always a topic very, every week. He was very specific that uh, yell at Gonzo was what we were supposed to do. So, I, uh, I put the green gray stuff on the model, and now it's hard. So what do I do now? Take a file. Wait a minute. I could rough, you, you, you told me not spot. You told me not to use a file last week. Now it's a file this that's, week? Yes. Because okay. it was what? Because that's what we say, goddammit. <laughs> but but there is rough spots all over this. I mean there's like Did you know that the the side of the file works better than the tip when you're filing things, right? Well, I was trying to get, because there's like this little muscle indent right here, and so I was trying to carve like a little indent into it. Get get that afterwards, because you can get that with a Kanifi. A Kanifi? Okay. Oh, yeah. Hobby knife uh, to the rescue for that stuff. I mean, really, you could, if you're going to do what you're doing right now, just grab the grab the hobby knife and just scrape the stuff instead of filing it. Okay. So, I mean, I'm able to do some scraping is what you're telling me. Yeah, but okay. just be careful because the other part that it's attached to is uh, resin and that's not helpful, not healthy to be uh, filing. So, you be careful. So, don't gouge the uh, resin. We're trying not to file the resin at all, actually. Or if you're going to, get your mask on. Uh, I we don't mean sniff like the, the mask that we're not in public. We mean actual uh, particulate mask. Well, I have a particulate mask. So I, I shouldn't be sniffing resin is what you're telling me. Correct. Um, prob- probably not. Okay, cool. I think you should probably not be. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, better safe than sorry, you know. So should I just file this down until it's smooth? File it down until it disconnects from the shoulder. <laughs> so just well, pop the shoulder off. <laughs> pop that shoulder right off and we'll just get with it, huh? No, definitely just file it down until it's just like you're cleaning any other model. I mean, it's, it's that point. Okay. I will be um, Bizarro John tonight. I'll be Bizarro uh, Javier. Bizarro. I will be providing all of the opposite hobby advice. Opposite hobby advice. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just throw it in the dirt. Rub it around in the dirt, Gonzo. That'll work. <laughs> Just spit on it. it. It'll be fine. Well, actually, if you're a Rhett and Link fan, rub some bacon on it. Ooh. You know, we're talking about bacon. I watched a video today, going a little off topic here, of a lady that made carrot bacon. And I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this video because I'm kind of curious now. Does it have grease in it? Well, y- yes and no. So, the lady That's took... not a yes or no <laughs> kind of a question. Yeah, it's... it's, it's... <laughs> well, okay, let, let, let me tell my story first and then, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> um, so, this lady, I don't know why she was making carrot bacon. I missed that first, part of the first of the video, so I wasn't paying too much of attention. Um, but she took a carrot... And sliced it, yeah, and and sliced it into bacon strips, if you want to call it. 
Um, created a rub and spices and all of that for the bacon, you know, smoke and carrot, the carrot, the carrot, the the carrot slices, AKA her bacon. (laughs) Um, and you know, had all that stuff done and then she put it in oil. I didn't say, I didn't recognize what type of oil it was. Um, but put it in oil and kind of fried it up like uh, bacon. So I was like, okay. And so she made carrot bacon. She said it, it, it had a crisp just like bacon. And she says it tasted like bacon because she used, you know, the maple, you know, brown sugar and, you know, stuff like that. So she said she, you know, didn't like that. I just like believe that. that carrot tastes like bacon. Well, the stuff that she uh, yeah, uh, the stuff that she used was to make the carrot taste like bacon, which I thought was interesting. Um, so liquid well, smoke, yeah, and salt. And she did like maple syrup or uh, brown I sugar. I agree with Captain Mizzy. Uh, nope, nope, nope. Arrest this lady. Put her in prison. Burn <laughs> her at the stake. It is blasphemy. I agree 100% with that. Bacon yeah, is bacon. So you, I'm pretty it, it, sure it is unlawful to call a vegetable bacon, no matter how you season it. Yeah. So if if you want <laughs> bacon and you're a vegetarian, you have two choices. You can not have bacon because you're vegetarian, or you can realize you don't actually want to be vegetarian that much, and you should just fucking eat bacon. Yes. Yes. Oh, God. So, Russ goes, why is someone scraping Guyver's butt crack? <laughs> <laughs> um, the Guyver's got a little bit of crusty butt, so uh, I'm, I'm cleaning up Guyver's butt crack. So, Lee says, look up eggplant bacon on YouTube. Now, eggplants Lies. are which one? That's probably interesting because... Oh, it probably tastes good, but it's still not bacon. It is still not bacon. You're correct. It is still not bacon. Oh, and Mizzy shared a picture of her breakfast, which I saw on Facebook already and was very jealous. And now I'm really hungry again. We stopped talking about food. You know what? We can talk about food. I'm out. Mania does not shut up yet with cookies, and I find this lack of cookies disturbing. Quick, Banyan. Run and grab him a banana split. God. I would... I probably shank a motherfucker for banana split right now. I ain't lying. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting that she did use uh, carrots for bacon because she put it in a sandwich and stuff. And I was like, to me, there's really no substitute for bacon. It's bacon or nothing else. Right. But but the idea of sliced carrots uh, baked with oil and seasoning was an interesting thing. Chilling. And on a sandwich. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was interesting. So you wanted uh, crispy smoked uh, carrots on your uh, on your sandwich, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Liquid smoke makes most things, I mean, taste bacon-y. Yeah. Or hammy. Well, remember, <laughs> if if your bacon isn't smoked, then it's just hot ham. It's just hot ham. <laughs> Not even ham. It's 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 side pork. It's just side pork. Just the side pork. Also, because ham is smoked and it's the leg, whereas bacon comes from the front, the belly. 
the belly. And now we're getting very particular about our. Uh, I will always get particular about meat. <laughs> you get me and Jackie out of stream again. We'll be very particular about our cuts of meat. <laughs> we haven't had Jackie on. We need to get that girl on here sometime. Yes. We need to have an all meat episode. <gasps> I'm down for that. She she's an essential worker. We can we can convince her. She's It'd be just... the barbecue episode. There you go. Oh yeah. We need to stop talking about like seriously. <laughs> it's not good. So w welcome to more than meat. Um, and we're going to be talking about how to cook the proper meat and put everything together correctly. But I just thought it was interesting. I I saw it today and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Not a substitute for real bacon, but okay. Russ says the Giver needs to see a doctor because the butt and now the crotch. He's got some, he's got some issues. He's got a, he's got a bulge um, right here though. I think his underwear has been chafing. We're back to the underwear. Back to the underwear. So I'm gonna let you know that if uh, if it's like that, that's beyond chafing. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you know, as as. The foremost expert on John's underwear. That's beyond chafing. <laughs> yeah, I should have been to the doctor a long time ago for that shit. <laughs> I'm just, what, what's the topic again? It's really more like a G-string. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that now. Thanks, Kathy. Look, <laughs> the new guy were G-string. Don't you want one, too? How do you get my glasses Does everybody on? feel inspired to hobby now? <laughs> You, too, can create a Giver G-string. Just have Gonzo print out the Giver model for you, and you can do it, too. Well, you'd have to have Gonzo put it together for you, though, because only, only Gonzo's touch would, you know, fuck up a G fuck like up a this. Model. <laughs> I mean, once it's primed... You, it'll still it'll show up. Not, it'll be his underwear. <laughs> It'll be his underwear. Oh, right. okay. oh, oh, oh. Well, it can't be. It can't be his underwear. He's an anime character. They only wear underwear on their head because they're crazy like that. Which I'll be talking about an anime this week. And a good one, by the way. Russ says he does end up only in his underwear or naked under the Giver unit the first time he morphed in the anime. True. Yeah. So that's some uh, specific knowledge that I don't have because I haven't seen the anime. Which I was should have watched that uh, the movie again because we talked about that and I did not do that this week, John. No, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gonzo, do you know what year that movie came out? No, I don't. What year did the Guyver movie come out in? Isn't it the, like, early 80s? No, 1991. You're kidding. Yeah, it was in the 90s. Yeah, I really thought the, that was the, the 80s. visuals are just like they're from the 80s. Ah, okay. Oh, come on. It even has Jimmy Walker in it, remember? Dynamite! Cause that, uh, that clearly is where they got the idea for Jar Jar Banks. Uh, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, you know, you're probably right. That just makes me want to shoot myself. I know. The whole time I was watching that movie, I was waiting for that character to say dynamite. 
Oh, now when you watch it again, since you're going through all the Star Wars, you'll think of that. No, I won't. There's not much yes. Jar Jar left in the in Star Wars live action Star Wars. I'm past him. No, you're past him. Wait, you're past him already. Oh yeah. I didn't realize you already saw that. Oh yeah, I'm I'm past season one of the Clone Wars, so I'll have some animated Jar Jar, then a little bit of Jar Jar in. Uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith, and then uh, no more Jar Jar, thank God. Mm. I'll be honest, the episodes I've seen so far, so far with Jar Jar and uh, Clone Wars are, are not good. No. And that's being nice. Shot. Uh, yeah. So, uh, should we have it's a topic? pretty much the worst part of the Star Wars universe. You may be. You may be. In any case, uh, don't we have a topic? How to stay motivated? This is us being motivated. We're motivating people, right? Is everybody motivated now? Just do some Guyver ass. That's okay, do some Guyver ass. Yes. <laughs> hey, Danny. So, welcome to our Sunday night podcast. This is More Than Dice, the podcast. <laughs> and, uh, and, and tonight's topic is... Guyver's ass, apparently. <laughs> uh, staying motivated to hobby while we're all trapped at home. Yeah, we've talked about everything but. <laughs> everything no, but. Everything and the but. <laughs> uh, Let's talk about carrot bacon and, and eggplant bacon a little bit and Guyver G-string and... Guy for going to the doctor, and uh, yeah, I forget where we left off. Oh, and food, like lots of food. Yes. The chat is driving this discussion tonight, and I'm all for that. So, Russ says I'd prefer Jar Jar over the shambles that is the new trilogy. Oh, uh, agree to disagree, Russ. Agree to disagree. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jar Jar was, in my opinion, what the worst part of Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> Just took the airbrush out of it out of the box with a spider in it. Well, now you're going to burn everything down. <laughs> burn it down. Throw it on the fire. Yep. It was a good run, House. Now time to burn you down, spider. If that's the case, there's a there's a uh, game. I think it's just like a demo version now called Kill It With Fire, I think it's called. And it's basically the spider in your house simulator. Yeah, see, I don't have a problem with that. I either... Live and let live, depending on the spider, or I capture it and take it outside. Well, that is not an option in this game. Apparently, in this game, you, you walk around and you like move stuff, and spiders jump out at you and run off, and you have to kill them all. Oh, that's sad. I like spiders. There's a point where he's in the demo and he gets a, gets a gun and he is shooting spiders. And I mean literally. <laughs> Uh, they, they have drop a book on. They get the hairspray and a lighter, and you shut shit on fire. It was interesting. I saw a guy playing it on uh, YouTube. It was one of the normal channels I saw. Sounds like Resident Evil. <laughs> a little bit. It was tiny and ran to the carpet. It's on its own now. Somewhere in the house. In the well, tall grass gonna... that is the carpet. I don't care about spiders as long as they stay out on a site because they're going to kill their bugs. It'll be okay. Danny says, hi, upside down person. 
That's Gonzo. That's Gonzo. That's Gonzo. Who was that? I can't see. Danny is 6602. Hey, Danny. How do you stay stay motivated motivated. (laughs) in this? I don't know if I'm the right one to talk about this because I'm still motivated, but I have a very very big structure, and maybe that's the big thing is have sort of a structure. You know, I have the hobby streak I do daily, and that keeps me motivated to keep going and going and going. So you're really the perfect person to talk about it. Not really, because my answer is just do it. Make a structure like if it's just like I'm going to paint. I'm going to paint Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Then paint Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Every time. Just do it. Just keep doing it. <laughs> Crimson. How to stay motivated by three people who don't have enough motivation to stay on the topic. Yeah, but that's about <laughs> hobby motivation. Look, Gonzo is actually hobbying right now. Yes. I have my scissorain of desire that I was working on yesterday. Today I made cookies. So, uh, but yeah, I've hey. got... I've got stuff prepped for my stream this week. I'll be painting Nurgly Goodness, and I'll be painting Glowing Warp Gates, and get a bunch of stuff going on uh, here. But staying on topic is beside the point. We don't do that very often. (laughs) You know, and it's funny, because just for the same reason that John is staying motivated, I am too. It's the routine of, you know, four days a week, I am streaming my painting so i can't just be like eh, don't feel like it not gonna show up and then on the weekends I'll, I'll still paint even when i'm not streaming uh if i'm not doing anything else and let's face it i'm really not doing anything else i'm not going out to you know see people do things uh, uh i haven't really been playing going to see people and do things yeah i haven't been playing video games in forever and i think that's helped a lot it's, it's helped me a lot. Like, I haven't played video games at all. Although I was tempted to re-download uh, Civ Five on my machine this morning. I, I resisted the urge, though. Well, much like the other things, you sort of have to structure that as well. Um, you know, you go like, I'm going to play, you know, from this time to this time I can play or whatever. And just oh, make sure you I structure can't. I can't. If I start playing, like, ten hours later, I'll be like, what the hell? It's dark out. I haven't even eaten. Yeah. That's usually how I play. Especially MMOs. And I know some people are that way, and some people, you know, can just be like, yeah, okay, I've played for a couple hours. I'm done. But I'm not that person. And I know that about myself. So when my computer died and I got it fixed, um, I did not down, re-download. The only thing I downloaded again was Diablo, but I've played it like three times since then. So I've played that one enough where I'm like, eh, whatever. Also, I've been, learning, I've been learning Dutch, and so that's what I spend a, an hour every morning doing is uh, learning Dutch. I've noticed that because you've been posting Dutch things in your... 
If uh, those people are saying that 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 they're not really having a good time with making a structure, there's some people are trying. Um, if you can't make a structure of painting on certain schedule, um, instead just make a goal like I need to finish X by Y date, and then just work on it. Sure, it might mean when Y date's getting really close, you're really really gonna have to bust your butt to get it done, but that's sort of the thing. So yeah. like my bust that I need to paint. Yeah, you should. You need to paint it by the end of the month. You should probably start. Uh huh. But uh, oh, <laughs> Russ says time to take a break from gaming if your if your ass goes numb. Even it's just a stretch and grab a drink. Absolutely. <laughs> I uh, have never also, had that problem. It's also a good idea to take a break from whatever you're doing if any part of your body starts getting sore, thumb, fingers, whatever. There could be more there. Take a break. Come back to it. It'll be there. You'll be okay. Um, but yeah, so if you can't if you can't motivate yourself to get a uh, a set schedule for whatever you want to do, try and make a goal. That'll help a lot. Did you break one of the spikes off, Gons, or not glue it yet? Uh, it, it just was barely glued on there. I just put it on there and tacked it real quick just to see if it was going to fit, and I didn't. It just has to be re-glued back on. It's perfectly fine. Just need okay, to cool. score score the bottom of it again and redo it. Or just score oh, the bottom. Yeah, so no. what's your routine then, John? Uh, my routine is, I mean, it's hobby streak, which is just, uh, you know, model or, you know, hobby of some variety. And it's that's become pretty vague, you know, whether it's play role-playing game, play card games with the, uh, and I mean actual, like, you know, uh, collectible or living card game types of things or trading card games. Um with uh, the roommate or somebody or just paint model whatever for at least a half an hour every day and uh sometimes it's hard sometimes it's a a challenge sometimes you're playing mechware online till like 11 15 p.m you're like i really need to get something done for today and you have to get it done sometimes you're on uh a work trip to another state and you have to find something to uh keep you going while you're there you mean but for you it's like a at least a half an hour every day at least a half an hour yeah absolutely um and you know you can remember we have the hobby streak to keep us going and it's gotten pretty far afield from where it started originally it was just paint or assemble uh or convert models and you know people expand it to whatever their hobby is if you're having a problem you know, getting games in when this is all over or however, make it include games because that way at least you're not getting penalized for it. You know, it's, it's what you make of it, you know. You don't have to follow someone else's loosely defined rules of what a hobby streak or whatever should be. I mean, there's also a lot of groups out there for it. We all get on Twitter and we post our hobby streaks. There's a Facebook group for hobby streak. It's not terribly active unless your name is John. <laughs> and, uh, or but, Brian Emick, he was uh, posting yep, Brian in there was doing some stuff too. Um, but uh, on on Twitter, there's a bunch of us. Just look up hashtag Hobby Streak, and you'll find a ton of us just doing stuff day after day. Um, it just keeps us going, you know. It's like I said, it's just some structure to keep us going. I know even Norma, uh, Norma, who's uh, tied with me for Hobby Streak, uh, he had to go. He went on a cruise way, way earlier. I think late last year. 
and he had to uh, do some stuff while he was on the cruise just to make sure it worked. Uh, I've been on two trips out of town during my hobby streak. One was for uh, John Con, and I brought specific model. Even though I was gaming, I wasn't counting gaming back then. Um, I was crazy, to be honest. And uh, so I brought models, and I assembled models while, you know, out of town. Um, you can do that. I uh, sometimes bring some hobby books and make a point to read them. Something outside your norm. Like, if you normally, if you read the fluff all the time, don't count that necessarily. But maybe get a hobby book and read about the hobby. You know, get your uh, how to paint models, get your airbrushing or painting book from uh, Angel Gerardes or whoever you got. And take a read of that while you're out of town. You know, just get some immersed in some hobby there. Or whatever you want to do. I think watching other people uh, stream painting on Twitch is another thing that gets me inspired to, you know, do my own thing. Oh, yeah. But I have a, I have a friend who... You know, he wasn't doing the hobby streak, but he was doing a, I'm going to sit down and, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to prime one guy. I'm going to get one guy assembled, and if I feel like doing another one, whatever, and nine times out of ten, after he got started with his one guy, he would just keep going for a little while. So That happens if, a lot. You, you'll get you know, started. You, and just keep going. So if you commit to do, even if it's just 15 minutes of, I'm just going to file mold lines or I'm just going to assemble this one guy. I mean, that still counts. Mm -hmm. And eventually yeah, I mean, just, you'll be like, the end of the month is here. And you'll be like, oh my God, I have all my Marvel Crisis protocols assembled. Or I have my entire unit of uh, Space Marines assembled and Prime. Yeah, it's that's what you make of it. I mean, like I said, that's that's a good goal seeking one. Just little people tend to forget. Like I only have a couple minutes to work on stuff. I I won't worry, worry about it. I won't get anything done. You do little progress is still progress. You'll be surprised how many times I sit down and paint for thirty plus minutes, and it looks like almost nothing's been done. But you you're still going. You're still getting progress. That's that's the hardest part is doing it. Um. And Kathy mentioned watching someone else uh, paint or hobby it helps. Absolutely. That's sort of how this all started. People would just uh, tune in to paint with John and we would all paint together. Uh, and then, you know, you can find all sorts of people, you know, us, Rainier, a whole ton of people. Kathy, if you're there on her weekday, paint with us, you know, while, while you're there. There's someone there, you know, not necessarily chatting with you as easy as if you were in person, but close. Or if you crave that direct interaction, get on Discord or uh, Facebook. What do they call it? Uh, get a Facebook room and get some people in there and chat. Get on Zoom. Get on whatever, oh, Skype, yeah, whatever. Facebook chat. room thing. That's a, that's a new thing, right? Yeah, it's a new thing. I saw that because uh, they put it where my button normally is for posting pictures. Huh. So, um you know, just do what you, do what you can. I mean, you get some people to chat with. It makes it a lot easier to hobby together. Uh, it was always the way we did it back at our old uh, game stores. We would just sit there and we'd all hobby together and we'd have a great time. And everyone would get stuff done. That was the best part of the game store to me was 
was going there and they had the paint bar and everybody would sit around it was like cheers it was like cheers for geeks and we would walk in and everybody would be like hi and we'd sit down at the at the paint bar and i had my one spot like norm and it was right next to the carousel of paints and uh you know we would just talk about you know whatever gaming mechanics strategy or you know shows yeah and and exchange ideas about conversions of models and color schemes and you know how would i go about doing this on you know on this what do you think i don't know what do you think uh, just you know all those conversations about the hobby it was amazing and that's the thing i missed when that game store closed yeah, but you can get some of that online now. It yes. may not be, like I said, the same. To just hear someone talk about what they're doing is sometimes interesting enough. Uh, if there's a podcast you like, uh, you can put it on while you're hobbying. Um, before I started hobby streaking, I was not getting a lot done. So I said, okay, these guys put out weekly. I'm listening to their podcast every week on Sunday or whatever. And I'm going to hobby for the entire time that it's on. You know, so yeah. that, that's a good way to do it. It just... just it doesn't have to be like a set of a schedule, but you want something semi-frequently to keep you going, especially in times like this where there is no schedule for a lot of people. The schedule does exist. And Russ so, says, I like to loosely cut models from sprues into baggies, so models are separated sometimes while I watch TV shows. Mm-hmm. That is... That's a good time to do that. That's also a good time to uh, to just file mold lines down. Like it's just this like mindless kind of thing, just filing mold lines, and or, sometimes doing assembly. Is something you can do while you're watching TV or you know listening to audiobooks or whatever. Or uh, or basing models. Honestly, you could be on a call for work and be filing mold lines. It's so mind numbing. <laughs> sometimes absolutely but yeah, i used to uh when i watch football i would watch football and do all the simple stuff follow mold lines cut stuff off sprues uh, commercial breaks would come up and i would be there doing something intense and then they come back and i'd go back to light work i remember some like you know some progress is still progress doesn't matter how little mm-hmm. it is you're still getting progress towards the end goal of assembling and or painting stuff and I know it's super tough right now because most of us don't get games in with our stuff. Um, but it'll pay dividends when this all ends, and it will end eventually, and then you'll be ready to go. I'm looking forward to playing Warcry. Because I had just got my guys done, and all of a sudden, there's nowhere to play. I was going to bring them to Adepticon, and nope. I'm a 2020 struck. Yeah, god damn it. Damn it, 2020, you were supposed to be a good year. You were the chosen one. <laughs> now you're lying there next to the lava with only one limb, and it's robotic. The chosen one never lives up to that potential. I mean, he didn't come, pal. Eh. Sorry, random. Yeah, so do what you can, make it, whether it be get with some people by chat, or chat's not the best because you have to type, and that makes it difficult to hobby at the same time, but some sort of voice chat, 
uh, a podcast, a a TV show, even something, music videos, just some good music, you know, podcasts, whatever you can do, you know, Twitch stream, just find some, find a what you want to have background while you're doing stuff and do it. I, I mean, have... Gonzo generally paints and does a lot of stuff while he's watching TV, which is why he gets so much TV watch, unlike me. Yeah. I don't I paint while I watch TV. A... I, I do, like, work on some models, though. So one thing I can't do and TV at the same time is paint. Clipping models. I like, like a models like a champ. I can do that. Like I... Excuse me. So the good note is, <clears throat> if you can't paint paint, you can base coat while you're watching TV because you'd be surprised how much time when you're watching a lot of things, there's just worthless, you know, between scenes. It's not add anything to your enjoyment of oh, a series, yeah. especially if you've seen if it a bunch of times. Like a movie you've seen a dozen times. If you're just doing brush on primer or like you say, base coats of, you know, this part is going to be blue, so I'm doing blue. Or even, yeah, did, you know, dry brushing. I did the majority of this while watching YouTube videos. It's just simple. Drop it on the table. He's okay. He's the Hulk. He's tough. <laughs> just simple green on him. Just, just a, a, a green over another darker green. And then when it got to the like, near the base or near the pants, I would wait. And then between videos, I would go and, and do that part there. Because it requires a little more attention to detail. So you sort of got to figure out what works for you. I mean, we can give you all the tips in the world, but you decide uh, what's going to work for you. Maybe maybe nothing's going to work. Maybe you just need to take a break off while things are crazy. Yeah. Um, but I, I find mean, it's, it's the opposite. I find generally having the ability to escape into the hobby, something familiar, will help take your mind off, give you some semblance of normalcy. I mean, I assume. Video I games are so much easier. It is. If They're that's so pretty with the flashing lights and all the sounds. All you have to do is press buttons with your hand. Uh, it's yeah, mine's not that easy. Or hands. I mean, yeah. Sand. I mean, yeah. If that gets <laughs> that, if that works, that works. But I think just what you did prior to, you know, quarantine and and, and isolation and social distancing will help you keep some sense of normalcy. I I drive basically 40 minutes round trip to go get lunch on Saturdays because it's what I would have done anyways just without the stand there and talking to my buddies it helps me keep some sense of normalcy plus it's really good food but that kind of thing helps you it keeps me on, on my on my weekends because I'll be fair aside from my once a month role playing game that was barely started by the time this happened uh, and Friday Friday nights with uh, not brush at Dave. What? I really haven't changed that much. We don't get a lot of that. We don't get Transformers every other Wednesday. It hasn't changed a ton for me. And technically, we could do Transformers every other Wednesday, but it'd be just me and Banyan, and that would get a little boring. So, some people like Kathy, her schedule hasn't really changed much at all. Not really, no. So she's got normalcy, but I think if you're having some problems, you know, with this whole thing. It, just trying to do what you do normally might help. 
So Russ says, I can't hobby audiobooks because I want to listen to the words so I don't miss things. Uh, everything a show or film has already seen before is my go-to. Yes, absolutely. It is hard to watch something new where you haven't seen much and concentrate on something else. You know, you know, there are movies you can put on in the background, and even I can hobby while I'm watching them. Counselor, you should have your mask on now. Oh uh, no, I'm, it's okay. Still, still gray stuff. But you know, like you put on Flash Gordon, I can only look up for the. I mean, okay, the whole thing's the best scene, but I can technically only look up for the super <laughs> exciting scenes, and the rest of it I know. I could practically quote it. And there's some movies where you you you, you know them so well, some you haven't seen enough to uh, to know that. I mean, there's some where like I pick up the phone and I don't miss up miss a beat. You just when you know you've seen a movie maybe too many times. <laughs> You know, you just have to know what it is. You have, to, you have to sort of aim for what you're looking for. Sometimes I'll just go through and find something to watch and hoping for something. And sometimes I put on something familiar because I want to pay attention to it. I'll catch things that I missed. And sometimes, sometimes I just want something super familiar, super, I don't know, easy that I can put on and do some other things to. You know, depending on how you look at it, let's say something like Star Trek The Motion Picture, that is either impossible to uh, do something during or 100% possible to do something during. Depends on how much you want to stare at the visuals. If they're ingrained into your brain, not worried about it. You just didn't want, you know, to revisit the story and all. You don't need to pay attention too often to it. Uh, but if you want the visuals, then you need to dig uh, it in there. It's 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 weird. And I suggest light stuff. Don't get anything too heavy. Like people are like, I want to learn Dutch while I'm miniature painting. That's not going to happen. Don't. No, I mean, I guess I could put a Dutch movie on, but if I'm miniature painting and I'm just listening to it, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Because <laughs> let's face it, I may be learning Dutch, but I don't know Dutch. I would need to be reading the subtitles. I could probably catch a word here or there. That's the thing about all these. Uh, you know, the, the international shows that I like to watch is they're all subtitled. You need to be looking at the at the screen. Otherwise, right. you won't know what's going on. Absolutely. And uh, that's a little different than a lot of the other stuff. But I have really been interested in a lot of American TV entertainment these days. Benion is thinks he's gonna finish that last Gundam model at Tinra this week or next. I huh? think you should. There is no I think, right? That's like try, right? I think I'm gonna there's do. Well, it may take him longer than that to finish it. Uh, so this model is resin. It was three D printed by Gonzo. But the parts he's cutting is actually just a uh, two-part neatite uh, puzzle, uh, putty. Who's talking to him? Who's asking? Danny. Oh. Like, There's people you, in the chat. What? <laughs> I thought we do this like solo. <laughs> I thought we solo our podcasts. <laughs> I thought people just come in here and just hang out just to watch. We fuck up a model. Well, I mean... I got nothing. Actually, I got nothing. Yeah, I, I don't 
<laughs> yeah. So, Danny, I did, I 3D printed this. Uh, there is a model on Thingiverse. So you can get it, and if you have a 3D, resin 3D printer, you can print it off. And it comes in parts, and so I printed it, and I'm still learning how to do, like, supports, and the parts didn't come together quite like I thought they would, so I had to gap fill it. Which is not a big deal. I get to play around with a gap filler. Yep. Well, that's good to get experience with. Yeah. yeah. That's filling gaps is what taught me how to use green stuff so that I could sculpt with it and, and do conversions and stuff. Uh, so, yeah. I think using a two part epoxy like uh this nitite is a fantastic thing you know people are always like oh filling gaps and i'm like this is a it's a learning opportunity here yeah, learn how to use your uh materials i haven't the man song right that's what i said <laughs> right back to it <laughs> Thanks, Conzo. I hadn't gotten it. I needed you to directly point at the guy. You mean that part? That I, part right there? Sorry. I... <laughs> so, uh, oh, yeah. on computer, I, I can actually click to a different tab and not see that. Gap filling is not um, fun or frustrating. It's fun and frustrating. <laughs> yeah, generally it's going to be both. If it is I, only fun, then good on you. If it's only frustrating, sorry. When I decided that I didn't want to use the horns that come with the Scissorane of Desire, that's the creature caster model that I've been working on, um, there's there's this big hole in the back of the guy's head, and there's this big hole in the back of the lady's head where these horns are supposed to you know, slide into this area and attach. A, they don't slide in that well. And B, I felt like those horns looked weird for how I was painting this model. And I, after spending two hours assembling, you know, the myriad of pieces that make up these weird horns, uh, I decided I wasn't going to use them and just fill in that area with green stuff and sculpt the hair over it. And uh, it was both fun and frustrating. And I had to always be conscious of the fact that at any moment I could turn the model and accidentally stick my finger in the stuff that I had already sculpted. Because we've all done it. We have all done it. And it is frustrating. Yep. Get that nice um, smooth portion. Ah, perfect. Then you turn it around, you put your finger on it, you're like, son of a bitch, there's fingerprints in it now but in this particular instance i managed to not get my fingerprint in the green stuff but instead i got the uh i discovered that i had paint on my thumb and got that on the part of the model that i had already finished painting and then i had to fix that so you know that particular frustration didn't have to do with the green stuff but I did find that uh, while I was green stuffing and it was a bit disappointing 
disappointing as putting in lightning uh, lightly. I would probably curse up a storm. That was the, I made some loud sounds, and then I put the model down, and then I didn't touch it for a couple of days, and then I fixed it. Yep, that's the way to do it. Let it, let, yeah. let the anger fade. Yes. Don't go full Hulk on it, because then don't, Yeah, don't try Hulk. and power through the rage. <laughs> yeah, I have that's, to put models that down. That never ends well. Uh, yes, Dragonheart. Gonzo is, is, is a weirdo, so he's upside down. Oh, hi, Dragonheart. I didn't see you sneak in there. <laughs> yes, that's Gonzo. He's whimsical that way. I tried to write it back up, and then I got yelled at by uh, the chat and my co-host. He said, you know what? Just just leave it. It's fine. It's fine. No one will notice. <laughs> <laughs> Could be worse, Kathy. The last time Jason did gap filling, he slipped and ended up with the butthole on a model he had to refill. <laughs> oh my god. It was the first thing you noticed when you came in. That's, you know, shh, don't tell him that. No one will notice. <laughs> um, but no one, you mean everyone, right? Uh, not saying anything? Not saying anything. Oh, Russ, I totally missed that. Most of the models with horns look better without them usually, he thinks. Yeah, it depends. Depends on what model, but some do, some don't, yeah. I find a lot of times they have the wrong horns. Oh, like, yeah. Like, they'll have a certain style chat. of horns, and like, it'd be better with this other style of horns. It would all be better with, uh... The horns of uh, legend. Not every model. Uh, yeah. Tim, the Tim Curry horns. Darkness's horns will work pretty well for a lot of models. But yeah. I'll just do with Magnus the Red. That's... Just repainted Calgar. Calgar, take me away. Every damn time I see that name, that's what I think. That goes through my head. Ugh. I need to drink a beer. You know, also, uh, Kathy, what? that uh, Jeff Wallach was going to try and name his son uh, Marnius. I did not realize that. No. His his wife shot that shit down. Uh -huh. <laughs> Which is probably for the best. My cousin gave uh, her son the middle name of uh, Locutus. Yeah. Well, middle names don't come up too often. No. Not until you're later and people just aren't going to make fun of them as much. I did know a guy that ran one of my game stores a while back. His first name was Luke. His middle name was Skywalker. I mean, it happens. He Parents wasn't happy about it. Without thinking he wasn't about happy it. about it? No, no. Why the hell not? I mean, just... Because people teased him. I mean, people teased me about my name, too, and it wasn't even cool. It was stupid. Yeah, yeah. Just saying, they're going to tease you about your name no matter what you're called. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter what middle name was, they teased me for John. Right? doesn't right? matter. Yeah, doesn't matter at all. 
And if it isn't your name, they'll find something else to tease you about. Correct. Because kids are just mean. Also, I'm putting myself mean. in that. We're all then, mean like, as kids. Our kids are just grown-up babies, and babies do stuff because they get a reaction out of it. They get a reaction, they do it. Anyways, we're off topic again. Yes, what? We are. Not us. It's three minutes to our media section. I'm going to blame Gonzo because he wasn't really participating in the topic at all. No, it's he not like hobbying. I... I was hobbying. Jeez, God. Russ is asking out of interest, will the guy ever be painted like any of the anime or film colors, or will it be a custom scheme? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I might just do it like the anime, that uh, grayish blue, I think is what it is. See, this is what, this oh, is Mr. what All you think about basic. while you're doing the, the, the stuff you're doing here. That's what I think about when I'm filing mold lines and doing gap this, filling. Is this the is a Power Ranger. No, it's not a Power Ranger. <laughs> Someone asked if the guy were a Power Ranger? It's the Giver. Oh, that was loud. Yeah, that was loud. That vehicle? Yeah. Dang, really? Oh, yeah. Picked that up from pretty far away. Which is funny because usually when somebody's mowing the lawn out my front, uh, front yard, no one can hear it. Except for me. Now, I'll probably paint it like it's the standard paint scheme. If I ever get around to painting, then. This is what Power Rangers wish they could be. Yeah, I don't know either, Danny. I'm I'm with you on that. Someone post a link I, to the Guyver picture. The, the movie of the Guyver on cable TV. A long, long time ago. But it's I don't remember like a, anything about it. It's kind of a blue gray. And the, yeah, it is kind of blue-gray. Depending on the, the picture you see of it. But yeah, generally blue-gray. But like I said, they're all pretty basic. Yeah. I mean, blue-gray, sort of that, that uh, light tannish or, I remember, like a dark uh, a dark blue-gray. Is that what guy for, what's man-giver? However you spell it. Oh, oh, oh. It was a, it was a pretty good. They had a uh, OVA series. It was pretty good. It was one of the, one of those ones in common circulations. People saw a bunch of. Um, that's how I got introduced to it, and then uh, saw the live action movie. Unfortunately, afterwards. <laughs> and then the second live action movie, which was not not nearly as bad, it was actually half decent. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. First one wasn't. To me, the first one wasn't bad, but the second one was better. <laughs> oh, Gonzo is a resident expert on bad movies. This is a bad movie. <laughs> I need to rewatch it. I haven't watched it in many, many years, so I'm going off Does of memory. Does it go on the scale? Oh, worse than Beastmaster? I don't know if it was worse than Beastmaster. I mean, I liked Beastmaster. That's your allowed to. Gonzo likes Skyer. I like painting 40k. I'm gonna paint 40k this week on my stream. Or is it? No, I think 
yeah, it's 40k. It's got the uh, backpack on it. Oh uh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna paint this Nurgle dude. Well, I'm I'm tiny in the corner, but I'm gonna paint this uh, Nurgle dude. So every week, every not every weekday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I paint starting at 3 p.m. Central, and I go for a couple of hours at least, usually. Uh, Sometimes I go over if I'm on a roll or, you know, I have paint and I don't want it to dry. That's right. Can't let the paint dry. Go, 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 go. It made you jealous. For, for why? Because I get to paint the nurgly goodness? I mean, I can understand. Everybody likes an oozing pustule. I uh, was thinking that, actually. It was exactly what was on my mind. Oh, you need this model? <laughs> that specific model? It is a fun model. Nurgle ones do have a lot of character. I always like that about them. Yeah. Yes. They have a lot of. Crap. That was my Blood Bowl team. Was all uh, Nurgle. Rotter. And I converted every single one of them because the old Games Workshop models for the Nurgle team sucked ass, really. Uh, so I I needed to add lots to them. I still have those guys, too. I should probably take pictures of them. I never did finish painting them, though. I don't think I got any of the Nurgle's Rotters. The only Nurgle guy I got for Blood Bowl was the one old star character, Bile Rot, whatever his last name was. I don't think I've seen your Pox Walker. Do you have an Instagram? You can post a link. But only if his sores are in, you know, anatomically appropriate places. Uh, didn't we finish this conversation earlier? <laughs> Did we? No, look, guy butt. It's not just chafing. <laughs> feel All free right. to post a, a link to your miniature. Yeah, cool. There you go. Well, guys, I think it's time for you to push Ooh. the button. You can time. push the button while I look at the pox walker. <sighs> Fall over, Guyver. Speaking of Marty's Calcar, I think that's him in the background, isn't it? Oh, wait. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see. Is it? Pictures. I don't Ooh, I like even pustules. know what Marty's Calgar looks like, aside from he has a tennis racket, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not Marty's <laughs> That's Robo. That's Robo Guile Man. Robo Guile Man. <laughs> Robot Girly Man. Robot Girly Man, exactly. Kelgar, oh. take me away. Y'all, if you don't know what that is in reference to, you need to just Google it and watch the video. It's an old, old commercial. It is an old commercial. All right, so Kathy watched something, I watched something, and Gonzo watched, well, oh, Gonzo watched all the things. Uh, I'm more impressed I got time to watch everything with all the, all the uh, MechWare Online I was playing. That is a cool model. It is. Oh, and Girly Man, let's take a look at Girly Man. Uh, give me Gonzo, one second. you want to start off with something? Uh, no, give me one second. I wanted to see something real quick. 
The girly man looks fantastic. Yeah. All right. Kathy, do you want to start? Um, sure. I'll start <laughs> off. My one thing that I watched that wasn't other people painting on Twitch or D&D on Twitch was uh, something I watched while Jim was streaming on Twitch, oddly, my husband. Um, I watched The Deadly Mantis. The Deadly Mantis? Yes. That is a scary movie from 1957. Oh, it looks scary. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? The deadly man. Oh, wow. And, uh... Yeah. So, it was cheesy. It was just one of those cheesy movies where it's a, a giant bug raining terror on, you know, the citizens of the U.S. Kind of like a... Well, Godzilla was really cool, so we're going to make a whole bunch of movies... Where there's giant bugs, you know, like tarantula, and the one with the giant bird thing, King Kong too, you know, all that. And and this is, you know, pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, um, they so, don't say what the budget isn't. Uh, anyways, so... I was stunned to see that William Hopper was one of the actors in it. And I only recognize him because Jim and I have watched a ton of Perry Mason on the old TV, the TV channel that plays old TV shows. And that's like our thing we do before I go to bed. We watch Perry Mason. Uh, but the guy who played Paul Drake on mm -hmm. Perry Mason was a guy who played the doctor in uh, in this movie, and I couldn't believe it because I think it's the first time he has ever not been typecast as a hard-boiled detective or cop. So it was it was just weird to see him in this, and it was right before uh, Perry Mason first started. So he was younger looking. Hey, Asmo. This is a really <laughs> weird-looking painting stream. Oh, yeah, we forgot to change the uh, the little tagline thing, whatever that is. So I'm not actually finishing my elf bus. I actually finished it on, on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for some reason, I need, to, I need to get new... I need to... I was supposed to get it from... Um, Mizzy, uh, get the new LEDs for around my computer monitor because behind my computer monitor is a big window and the big window, the sun's setting right behind it. So it's got like an orange kind of a glow. So I'm kind of looking kind of red. Uh, so I need to put, I need to get those that's funny, get though, LED stop lights. Stop being an upside down because your face is red. <laughs> that's right. So. So that's my, my, the deadly mantis gets, um, three stars. Which is what I would have given Beastmaster. Wow. Um, <laughs> really, yeah, it's not. It's 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 on a on a cheesiness par with with Beastmaster. For me, John would give Beastmaster four, not stars. What are we? Space herpes. You're right. So that 
that's the the opposite of stars actually so the more space herpes you get no one wants space herpes they're impossible to get rid of so more space herpes means worse movie indeed for those that didn't realize yeah for for the majority of ours the higher is a worse rating um, I'll go with one of my first ones, and it was a movie that I was very interested in seeing. Um, it had pretty poor reviews when it came out, and I was kind of ticked off about it. I was like, damn it, this could have been really, really cool. Um, and it is a, it's listed as a horror movie, but it's a horror superhero movie. Or so, horror superhuman movie, I guess you want to call it, because it's not really a hero. Um, and I was very interested to watch it and it came on for free on, um, I think it's stars and, uh, I have stars now cause I need to watch the second season of American gods. And so I watched Brightburn, uh, for people who don't know, Brightburn is a movie about what if Superman wasn't a good guy pretty much. Um, what if an alien came down, humans took care of him and learned about his, the child learned that they had superpowers. It would conquer planet earth and kill everyone or enslave them. And that's kind of where this show goes. And that's kind of what it, uh, what it, what it hints at, uh, when you watch the trailers and stuff. And I'm like, um, I was kind of upset with it. So I watched it open mind. It is a horror show about a super villain a person like superman has you know superpowers um and i can't fault it for the fact that uh i can't blame this kid or i can't blame that the the way the story is because if you were a kid in today's society and you had superpowers like superman a lot of people would abuse that shit and, you know, go, you can't stop me. I mean, if I want something, I'm going to take it. Um, it does get pretty dark, pretty gruesome, pretty quickly. The, the, the movie doesn't, you know, lead you on this little trail. Uh, it actually, um, it, 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 it starts off going pretty quickly with everything. Um, it is a horror movie, so there is a lot of, Violence, a lot of uh, scary stuff. There's not only jump scares, which is great because I hate jump scares. Um, and so I was, I was just disappointed. It wasn't a bad movie. It was just meh. It, 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 it gets my two and a half space herpes again. Um, but uh, I was so I was looking up some stuff because there is a a stinger at the end of it, and there is. Rumored that they may do a part two uh, and do a League of Villains because at the end of it, they talk about a half human, half fish creature that is destroying like ships and all this other stuff, aka an evil Aquaman. Uh, and they talk about an, an evil woman that uses a lasso and rope to strangle and kill people aka evil wonder woman and so they're in talks to do like a evil league thing 
Um, and and I was like, okay, that kind of could be cool, but what about if the evil guys in in you know, oh, what are they? The not the Justice League, the other guys. I mean, all I can think is Doom. You know what I'm talking about? The Legion of Doom. The Legion of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason. The word legion, legion was not entering my brain. <laughs> so the Legion of Doom were the superheroes. Uh, I, I don't know. that They're, they're in talks. The I sand. doubt they'll ever do it because it didn't do really well in the box office and it didn't get really good ratings. I guess not because it seems like it's pretty predictable. Um, I've never heard of it and I already know how it's going to end. Yeah. It's what I call predictable and unnecessarily dark. Like, yes, we know what happened. We don't need to see this movie. It didn't really need to be made. It seems like a poor excuse to put a film out. Yeah, it was... I mean, it had potential to do something good. Uh, it had potential to, you know, whatever. But, I mean, what do you it's do hard, with a... because the subject matter is super cliched and been covered many, many times. Correct. So you really got to put something into it. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, what do you do... It, it begs the question. If you're a kid in today's society and you have superpowers like Superman, are you going to be good or evil? And it it can it kind of plays that role, but it wasn't done very well. Um, so it was just like I said, it gets my two and a half. So that's meh. It was it was it wasn't very long, so I mean it wasn't a, a long watch. So if you got a little bit of time and you want to see it, just go ahead and watch it. But it was just meh. Two point five space herpes. John. Uh, well, before I talk about a movie, I'll talk about it later. Let's talk about uh, some announcement that uh, CBS uh, All Access is going to do Strange New Worlds. What? No. Yeah, uh, spinoff uh, Star Trek series with uh, Captain Pike and Spock and Number One in the Enterprise, which is going to be super awesome. Fuck huh. yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I saw that and posted it immediately to the Facebook page. Got a beard because I'm so used to that actor having a beard while he's Spock. <laughs> it, he it made it work. It just looks it looks a little weird. Yeah, fresh face because now, now it's not like oh Spock with a beard looks like this. Spock without a beard looks like one of these two guys. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it because everything's been done really well and really good, and uh, more good sci-fi. Sign me up for it. Yeah, and more good Star Trek because it is the best part of Star Trek. And it seems like they're going to try and go back to the Roddenberry formula based on what. Uh, the elite actor said, which is good. Yeah. Because we could use some of that. It's, it's a good time to get some of that uh, positivity and uh, uplifting uh, hope for the future. Yeah, enough with the the uh, grim dark. Yeah. I think we're done but, with that right now. Yeah. And, you know, we, we've two of us watched uh, Discovery all the way through. And even the first season, like, it had points. Like, it started off going down that path, and then it changed and went to the very much more standard Starfleet, you know, this is what Starfleet does way, which I liked a lot. Um, Captain Mizzy says she needs more Pike in her life. Absolutely. Uh, Pike is leapfrogged into my second favorite Starfleet uh, captain. Sorry, Kirk. He's second now. <laughs> and if you don't know who first is, then you're not paying attention. Um, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, Gonzo, go ahead and hit us with another one. Um, I did watch a new see, new series on Netflix. Uh, it's a Netflix anime called Drifting Dragons. 
Um, it's about a group of people that fly an airship around hunting dragons for food. Um, it's a quick anime. I think it's like, uh, 10 to 13 episodes. I can't remember exactly. Um, and it's a computer generated, um, type anime, uh, but done very well. The computer, computer animation is done pretty good. Um, but it's, it was actually pretty decent. Um, story was okay. It's got your stereotypical, okay, this one guy is super, super good at killing dragons. One guy is super good at this, you know, so on and so forth. There's a girl and, you know, it, it follows the same pattern of a lot of anime characters wise, but it was, uh, it was only about 25 or so minutes long each episode. Um, it didn't, you know, stale or, you know, wasn't bland. Um, it was funny at parts. It was cool. The dragons were neat. They weren't your typical dragons. Of course, they're anime stuff, so they're kind of always weird looking. Um, but overall, it was a pretty decent little anime series. Like I said, it, it was very short. Um, but it was, it was good. Episodes. Do what? 12 episodes. 12 episodes. I can't remember. I, mean, I knew it was short, but I didn't remember how short it was. But it was pretty and decent. Also- Funny point, it's actually not a Netflix original. It actually was done in Japan, and then Netflix uh, premiered it uh, Yeah, afterwards. But, I mean, sure. it was it was, it was was good. Um, nothing, like, crazy over-sexualized or anything. But, I mean, it was just a good, solid troop of characters, good story, learning the world. I thought the world was kind of neat uh, and stuff. So, I mean, I'd give it, like, you know, one to one and a half space surveys. Um, if you're not into anime, it'll kind of, you know, kind of lower it down for you. But, I mean, it's a good, simple, easy binge. And you can have a good time with it. Cool. Well, my actual movie I watched this week, and the only one, was... Uh, uh, I was actually going, someone mentioned that um, The Man From U.N.C.L.E. movie was on Netflix for free, which is awesome. Like, great, I'm going to watch it on Netflix. I go the 1970s? Netflix. Man from Well, it's the, it's Early the, 80s? the well, it was seventies was a series, yes, but the movie's actually from the two thousand. Oh, that's right. They did remake that. They did yep. make that, yeah. And unfortunately, the guy who mentioned that I realize is uh, in the UK, so it's not for free. <laughs> I hate that. So after my disappointment of not being able to watch what I wanted to, because it's on my list, I just don't really want to pay money for it if I can help it. Uh-huh. Uh, I poked around and ended up watching uh, Big Hero 6 again. Oh. Uh, if you guys don't know what Big Hero 6 is, then it is loosely, and I mean really, really loosely based off a Marvel comic. Really, really loosely. Like, it took some names and that's about it. <laughs> Baymax is technically a robot in both that is also true. And Hero is super smart in both, so that's true. And it's about uh, a hero and how he's super smart and, you know, he's already out of high school when he's a teenager, young teenager. And his brother sort of inspires him to do more with his life. And then he invents these cool little robots, nanobots, microbots, we call them. And then, uh, you know, he demonstrates them at a, a science fair type of thing to get the, to get into the college he gets in, and then there's a fire. His brother runs in to save the professor and ends up dying. And from there, he finds out that 
It looks like his nanobots they thought destroyed were still around, and he has to go find them with the help of his brother's robot project, a big fluffy healthcare assistant called uh, Baymax. And from there he meets others, his other friends who are super smart, and he turns all what they're working on into superpowers, and eventually becomes a superhero team to fight the bad guy, who doesn't get a name because he doesn't need a name. He's not about that. He's about his goal. Um, I could spoil more of it, but I don't need to. Everyone should probably watch it. Like, literally. If you have Disney+, Plus, it's on Disney+, Plus for free. Spoiler. It's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, it's animated. It's awesome. The voice talents are top-notch. Great story. Like, the story is, like, a million times better than even the Marvel... Well, the Marvel comic was not a very good Marvel comic. Like I said, like, you do not get more loosely based off something than this. Um, but it is super good. It is super child-friendly, but... It doesn't really insult adults by watching it. It's it's never quite there. So, uh, never quite at that, that insulting thing. So, it's super cool. I love it. It has a lot of great moments. Uh, I give it, uh, unshockingly, zero space herpes. Yeah, it's a good solid. And the cameo at the end is pretty good, too. Well, yeah, I mean, you gotta have a cameo. <laughs> this is technically a Marvel property. You need the appropriate cameos at the end. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, I'm going to go with one that uh, I was really super happy with and super interested in and uh, watched the entire season in one day. Uh, I think it was only like nine episodes. And it's an Amazon Prime uh, show. Uh, Came out just this week, and it's called Upload. Upload is a story of... um, you're going to die or you're dying and you can upload your consciousness into a virtual world and you can live forever in this virtual world. Okay. Uh, it's not the first time this has happened. It, it, it's, it's done before. Um, Cylons. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, this guy gets uploaded into it and has to navigate being a virtual avatar and such. Um each episode is only about 30 minutes, but they actually feel a lot longer than 30 minutes. So that's something we commented about. They, and, and not in a bad way, in a good way. Um, it, it feels longer than 30 minutes in a good way. Um, the show starts off kind of lighthearted and silly. Um, I will tell you the bathroom scene had us rolling, and it's in the first episode, for at least quite a few minutes laughing our ass off because I was like, I would definitely try that shit. Um, I would do that. I would do that in a heartbeat. Um, you get to learn about the world and all this other stuff and all the characters and you get to see and feel for stuff um, how it happens because there's people in there that are like the super rich. Um <laughs> there's also a lot of the stuff that that happens in there you know what happens if you can't afford the super rich luxury place you know uh, and you get like two gigs of data each month that you can only use as this person uh, and so it kind of does this stuff and it actually hits some some spots in the show where it kind of goes with uh, our society today um, but I mean it was it starts off really light-hearted and then gets kind of serious. Uh, it is kind of a rom-com in a way. Um, but it's not um, heavy on that. 
Because it turns into a silly, goofy TV show, then goes to a rom-com, to a murder mystery, to uh, a drama, and then uh, it's kind of serious at the end. Um, if I remember correctly, it was written and done by the people that did Parks and Recreation and The Office. I can't remember the guy's name, uh, whoever did it. Um, but it is a solid, good series. You start off watching it and you're like, yeah, this is pretty funny. This is pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Okay. Neat. Yeah. Cool. Oh, fuck. Shit. Um, but it, it's good. Solid. Uh, definitely Amazon's kind of stepping up their game with their, you know, their, their series. Um, Good Omens, when they stepped up, when they did Good Omens, and it stepped up, and it was amazing. I was like, okay, I'll give this a shot. And it's pretty dang good. Uh, if anything, watch the first episode, because it's... Even though that's Amazon different... Prime? It is on Amazon Prime. Um, give it a shot. Watch it. Um, right now, I hope they get another season out of it, because I'm intrigued. I want to know more. Um, but right now, zero space piece for me on it. I really liked it a lot. Cool. It was interesting. It was different. It was different. It was something outside of the norm. Which is always good. Cool. Um, I have another one if I, uh, it's all my show now? Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) well, last night I couldn't go to sleep, so I watched a couple of, a couple of movies. Uh, I didn't get to finish one of them, and I'm really not happy with it, but I'll finish it just uh, just hell. Uh, the last thing, we'll go with this one's my last one. Uh, I watched Zombieland 2, Double Tap. Um, as may know, Zombieland 1 was kind of a, I want to say sleeper hit, but you know, it just kind of came out of nowhere and was pretty decent, pretty fun. A good, you know, just silly zombie whatever movie. And then, if you don't trust Gonzo, trust Mizzy. <laughs> Um, and so they tried to capture the same thing they did in the first one and the second one, and it didn't go over as well. Um, so it was like, yeah, you've done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same old joke. Yeah, yeah. Same joke again. Yeah, same stuff again. Um, it was just okay. They could have you know, done something different or, you know, whatever. But it was more of let's flash back to episode to episode one. And you're just like, or the first one. And it was like trying to capture from the first one. And it just didn't capture it right. Um, was it bad? No, there's worse stuff like cats. Um, was it good? Not really. It kind of gets the met rating again, the 2.5. It's better than a sharp stick in the eye, but well, you could probably find something better to do. Better than a sharp stick in the eye. That's a low, <laughs> low barrier of entry there. But I mean, there there's just some other stuff that you could you could watch or do whatever. I've got a slew of movies that I've got to watch anyway. But I w- I've been wanting to watch it to see if it, they could capture lightning in a bottle again because to me the first one was pretty dang funny and pretty cool. It was interesting and different. This was just the same thing with a different sharpie. Funny story, Gonzo. I own Zombieland. Never seen it. I, it, it was different. It was a dollar DVD. I cannot pass up a dollar <laughs> DVD. I'm vaguely interested. I'm like, it's a buck. 
I'll watch it sometime, and I will eventually. I'm not a big zombie guy, but I'm like, everyone said it was great. I like Woody Harrelson and just about everything he's in. Yeah. Give it a shot. It, it's like I said, the first one was a great movie. It was really fun, entertaining, uh, good comedy. But two just fell short. Um, it gets the mayor rating because there's not much behind it. There's not much going on. It's just there. So, I don't know. They could have done better. They also could have done worse. Yeah, they could Sometimes always do they worse. put out a sequel just to be like, let's just get that easy money. Yeah, and that's, I'm, I'm sure. I'm just waiting for zombie cats. Um, um, I'm sure it's right? out there. That's, that's why they make shotguns. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do have one other one, but I'm not finished watching it, but I'm not happy with it at all. Um, but I'll wait for next week because uh, it's pretty much time. Yep. And uh, for the people that were wondering, my print did not come out, so I'm going to have to do Aww. the crap I have to figure out. i got to change out the FEP. I'm not happy about it. Oh, uh, Russ watched uh, both seasons of, uh, or rewatched both Amazon Prime and Jack Ryan seasons. I need to see season two, um, but instead of watching it this past week, I took a break from TV and did other stuff. Yeah, I definitely need to see the rest of uh, Jack Ryan. I did start season two of American Gods uh, today, uh, which I loved season one. It was really good, really fun. Uh, loved the book. Um, of course, this deviates from the book, but I enjoyed it, and I'm hoping season two gives me the same flair. Uh, I don't like... Uh, they did something different on season two. I, they didn't do it on the first of this episode. Usually they do like... Don't tell me because I don't want to. No, no, no. I won't spoil it. Um, the beginning of every episode on season one, they have like a a prologue, I guess you want to say, or something to kind of, you know, this is what's going to happen in the episode. But it's we're true. It kind of, it's it's weird. Um, but it, I mean, it, it, it literally sounds like one of those old 70s shows intros where it shows clips from the upcoming episode. Not really the upcoming episode. Um, I can't say it without spoiling it, but, um, they didn't do that on this one. So I'm, but I'm only one episode in, so they could have just not done it on this first episode. So we'll have to wait and see. We did it just to spite you. Probably fuckers, but <laughs> I can't wait to see the rest of it. Cause I really liked it. So awesome. So guys, that's it for episode 122. <laughs> we thank you for joining us. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Thank Please you take so care much yourself. for joining us. Have a good night. Be nice to each other. Hang out, chill, do stuff. But not close to each other. Do I want to send you to somebody? Hold on, guys. We're going to send you to... Zambies? Yeah, listen to the Zambies. Zambies need some love. We're going to raid Zambies. Everybody jump in there and raid and say hi to Zambies. Love and cookies.